Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the M&M Podcast. I am your host, Ty Martinshek. And I'm Luke Million. And welcome back, guys. And today, we are going to be discussing what we believe makes a good Catholic and what involves and partakes into being Catholic and participating in the faith. Of course, me and Luke are both Catholic, 18 freshmen in college, and we have had some experiences with our faith, and we're going to talk about how we have grown up with the faith, what we can learn about the faith, and most importantly, of course, what we think it takes to be a true part of the faith. So, first of all, Mr. Luke Million, what do we think, by your definition, not by the church's definition, by your definition, makes a good Catholic? Um, so, I think I think basis for good Catholic is just uh, fo- following teachings of the church, right? And that being... Um, sorry, um, just the the two the two main main things are love God and love your neighbor, right? And then that that comes to be in a lot deeper meaning, but those are the two two bases, right? Of like what it actually means to love God and what it actually means to love your neighbor. Um, so, main thing to be in Catholic is putting putting God above all else, right? And putting God above everything in your life. Um, and then there's also rules for practicing, right? Of every every practice in Catholic should be going to Mass um, at least every once a week on Sundays. Um, and should just want to have a desire to be with God, right? Completely. Um, with the, the whole mass thing, uh, it's not hard to go to mass. I've realized that um, with me going to mass a lot more, uh, as John Mulaney said, uh, it's just an hour. <laughs> That's it. Um, but honestly, it, it is. It's all that's being asked is just to be there for an hour, right? If you can't make an hour out of your day to see the most important thing ever in your life, um, you are living your life wrong. That's what I say. Now, I think there's a lot of misconceptions. Uh about Catholicism and just about people who are Catholic in general and sometimes I'm I'm not gonna lie I'm a little taken aback by what I like to look at is the lack of education um, that sometimes people bring when they view people of the Catholic faith and just the Catholic faith as a whole when uh, when I was at Union I have a I have a friend that's very uh, very religious he considers himself very close to God and I think he is very close to God um, but he made a comment and he said that like he's like he said something about Catholics being a bunch of being a bunch of liberals. Now, uh, that was said obviously as as an offensive. Um, as I got a lot of a lot to say a lot to say about that time, but we'll go we'll go into it. That's what I'm saying though is that how can you consider yourself? His whole argument and his whole thing was that. Catholics should not worship like Mary and the saints. They should worship just God. But we can get into that later. But what I'm, what I'm, my point is, 
is that I don't understand how you're going to go and knock on a Catholic faith and then seemingly know absolutely nothing about it and just go and knock it and say it's dumb that they worship Mary. It's dumb that you're worshiping the saints. You're just a bunch of liberal pieces of shit. Uh, Coming with that information and not know why we worship the saints, why we worship Mary. And first of all, if you're a just abiding Catholic, you your beliefs are probably going to fall more towards the Republican side. And that's just what's just naturally going to be. When Trump versus Biden first came up, Pope Francis, I believe, did say he did not directly say to not vote for Trump. But he did state, he said, don't just think about abortion. Think about the whole broad picture here. And he thinks that sometimes we get so caught up. And this problem of abortion, not saying that it's not a big issue, but he, I think, wanted to steer us away, not away from that, but just look at there are other issues that are going on in the world that are just as big as abortion that still need attention and that need to be tended to. And he just wanted to make known that maybe Trump wasn't the best Republican candidate that year. But that that just takes me off when... When people come in with knowledge about knowledge about the Catholic faith in quotation marks, and they try and bash our faith, and they themselves are faithful people and believe in God, but they don't take the time to try and learn why we do the things that we do, and instead they just say screw all, we must be stupid, we must be a bunch of dumb liberals, whatever the sissies they want to call us, and they just don't have any information to back that up whatsoever. Yeah, and um, just going back to that um, of calling Catholics liberal, um, that's very funny because... Um, it seems quite uneducated, to, to just be totally honest with you. It seems uneducated about, uh, A, the Catholic Church, and also, B, political parties. Um, if you actually take a, a, a five-second look at political party, and this won't be too much of a political... Um, episode, but, um, Liberal Party, um, uh, are in support of, uh, abortion, right, they're in support of pro-choice, which is just in support of abortion, um, they're in support of LGBTQ, or just LGBT, um, rights, right, they are in favor of, um, higher taxation for people and equality to the point of breaching socialism. Um, they are um, in in support of um, like de- typically in support of like defunding military um and a lot more, right? That's not to say I'm not saying that liberals are bad people, right? People are people, right? And if you can back up your claims, right? If anyone can back up their claims with actual, like, sound logic and can hold firm to their beliefs, right? Then it should be supported, right? But people that make claims on uneducated basis um, and don't really know what they're talking about and just have their beliefs because of what they've been told um, that's not what that 
is what shouldn't be supported. Uh, because it's just creating a sense of, uh, like, following and creating sheeple, I say. But, um, no, to go back to what I was saying, the Catholic Church, specifically the Catholic Church, um, definitely leans more Republican and conservative, right? Because a lot of Republican views, right, align with, uh, like, Christian and Catholic uh, morals. Where it comes into confusion is Protestant branches, right? Protestant branches tend to be, they tend to be the ones that are a lot more liberal of uh, accepting, like, married married pastors or even female pastors um, or uh, advocating for LGBT rights or um, even supporting pro-choice. Right, so, uh, and that'll be things like Methodists, like United Methodists, at least Northern United Methodists, Southern Southern Methodists, because obviously, um, I'm in Tennessee. It's it's a bit different. They, I don't think they lean as heavily that way, but there are some branches of the Methodist Church that are becoming um, centralized like that. Um, so they should not be associated with Catholic teaching, because they, they don't follow Catholic teaching, um, but yeah, so just saying that, like, the Catholic Church is liberal, right, and meaning it in a negative connotation, it's showing, it shows that you, you don't actually know what the Church's teachings are, right, or how they're practiced, and also don't know of actual, like, political standings. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you think the... Uh, just while we're on the topic of misconceptions, what do you think is the biggest misconception that the Catholic Church gets? Uh, so definitely a big one is, I would say, because of all the scandals that would happen of, like, stuff involving priests, right, and, like, altar boys... Um, that has made such a big assumption on people that the Catholic Church is bad, right? That it supports this. The Church does not support that whatsoever, right? And um, the actions of certain people should not dictate beliefs on the whole entirety, right? Um, the church, the church does not support that and does does definitely not advocate um, for that kind of behavior and action, right? But where people have a misconception is that they believe because a, f- a few people did it that all Catholics are bad, right? And they make this association when you can't say that everyone is bad when it was only a certain number of people that shouldn't represent the entirety because it's not the entirety right so just stuff like that of like saying like all catholics are bad people just for being catholic right that just shows like you don't actually know the person at all right they they're not a bad person just because they're catholic 
They could be a bad person because of what they do, right? But just saying that all Catholics are bad, you're saying you don't know the people well enough to judge them and you don't care about knowing them well enough to judge them. You just want to make assumptions just based on just based on the title. Um, and honestly, one thing that it kind of irks me when people talk about Catholicism is they bring up the they bring up the Crusades, and I'm not trying to justify the Crusades at all. They were a terrible thing. They should have never happened. I wish they never happened. However, save uh, save for the first the fir- the very first Crusade was justified, right? Mm-hmm. After that, not really. But the very first Crusade was to get the Holy Land back, and it it was justified. Everything else uh, for that, it was just for like gaining of wealth or inappropriate timing for trying to fight, right? Um, but save for the first, the very first crusade, yeah, the crusades were not justified, but the very first one, it was justified, and that one should be supported, but everything else after that, no. Yeah, the reason I say that is that they harp on it so much, but they were a, they were a long time ago. Like from where we are right now, that was a that was a while ago, and if you look at any, um, any 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 religious, religious faith, any movement, any group of people or person in political power, um, they they've done they've every every single, uh, party or every single faith has done some some nasty things, some things that, uh, I assume that their party or faith is not proud of. I mean George Washington, you know, one of the get one of the most respected Americans ever, was considered a great man, done great things for the country, uh, owned slaves. Yeah, that's a, that's a terrible thing. Like he's a great man, great person, did a lot of good for this country. He owned slaves, and you know that's gonna be something that people are gonna harp on. But I'm just saying from a perspective of that we have to focus on right now and what Catholicism is trying to do for the world and trying to spread that that positivity and what we believe that the Catholic faith stands for and try and spread the positive side of it and not focus on the negative side because there's nothing we can do about the past, but we can change what we're doing right now. And that's why I'm just not a huge fan because it's like I can't even I can't even defend that because it's like I can't go back and change the Crusades. I just don't have that. I just don't have that ability, but I can uh, change and affect what I, what I do right now to make the Catholic faith look better moving forward. And yeah, with that also of like people want to say that... Um like the church is bad. Church is bad because they support the Crusades, right? Um, but no one wants to talk about the fact that um, the Islamic faith, right? The Quran says, "Take by force," right? And it says, "Like spread the word, spread the word of God to everyone, no matter what it takes, even if that means like by by deadly force." Right? The Quran directly says that. And yet people just want to bash on the Catholic Church. Right, They don't want to actually do research and see that it's like we don't yeah, it, it happened right, it happened hundreds of years ago right, ha- has not happened for millennia now right, in the Catholic Church, of taking by force, right, but it is still 
a very adamant part of the Quran, right? Of Islamic teachings. And that's not to say that like all all Muslims are trying to take by force, because not all Muslims, a lot of Muslims are not trying to take by force, right? Um, but it it leads to like a lot of terror, terrorist groups, right? That are Muslim, right? They they are taking pe like killing people, torturing people, taking people hostage, right? And forcing them to either join or die, right? Um, that leads way to like a lot of that happening and especially like in the Middle East right um, and no no one wants to talk about that but they want to harp on the Catholic Church doing it hundreds of years ago yeah so why do you why do you think that is and even though there's there's like stuff like the Quran that says that stuff uh, directly in it and that people seem to not that they don't bat an eye to it but that they don't seem to focus on that nearly as much as they do the tiny, not the same the Crusades tiny, but the other little tiny mishaps that they want to kind of pick at, seem they want to pick at more the Catholic Church more than they would the, the Quran or anything else. They just choose to keep going back and just keep, keep nicking at, I think it's at Catholics. I think it's because the, Catholics, the Catholic Church uh, goes much more against what people want to believe, right? Because people rely too much on feelings, right? So Catholic Church does not support LGBT, right? Uh, does not support abortion, right? Does not support euthanasia, doesn't support any of this stuff, right? Um, and the, like, Islam does not support it either, right? But just the church, church is very, very adamant about it, and the fact that it has never changed its its actual teachings, right? It has stuck with them for two thousand years, right? And um, Muslims and like Islam can be are willing to be a lot more open to it, right, because, because it's still the aspect of, it's not, it's not forced, as in, like, join or die, um, to join the, uh, Islamic faith, um, but it's, it's, it's like saying, oh, we have all of this, right, and we, we support you guys, so you should support us, right, that's, it's like, it's still trying to get people, as many people to join as possible because that's what the Quran teaches, right? To get as many as possible and do whatever it takes, right? So that now society wants all this. They want LGBT rights. They want women to be pro-choice. They want all, all that. And while... Islam and Muslims don't support it at all. They don't agree with it. They comply with it to get get more followers into it, right? Um, and the church isn't willing to, like Catholic Church isn't willing to do that, right? So 
everyone like society will hate on the church for it because they don't they don't back down right so they'll they'll hate on everything that doesn't go their way um and that's just like especially true um people people will hate on anything that doesn't go their way right and they'll just keep forcing and forcing it until they eventually get their way right so when something when something doesn't give in the response to it is just hatred and then you you follow whatever the opposite is and with this situation opposite being like muslim faith so yeah, just to touch on that to go back a little bit um on the just lgbt lgbtq um the catholic church does not uh does not hate hate gay people does not hate the community uh i have gay friends luke has gay friends we've had we've been around gay people i mean there's no there's no denying that we don't hate them we're not gonna if they ask us to hang out with them we not gonna say no because they're gay that's not how that works the church does not support the acting of homosexual feelings they if you feel a homosexual attraction or attraction to the same um uh, the same gender as you that's a, the church says that's fine that's okay you are allowed to have those feelings but you are not allowed to act upon them and then that is when the church starts to disagree but when we have gay when we when our we we have friends that come out as gay in my opinion and what i my feelings on it is that that's fine i don't care go you you do you i am not going to if you invite me to go to a pride parade or anything to support that i'm not going to go i'm not going to support i'm sorry that's where it ends if you want to do that i'm not going to say no if you want to come and hang out with me and you want to bring your girlfriend or boyfriend that's fine you have at it but i i will have no issue with it as long as you don't don't shove it in my face don't try and argue it with me i respect you you live you live how you want to live but i have no issue with you but i am not going to go and support your cause with you because that's where my beliefs stand and that's where that's where i'm going to cut it off and i am exactly the same way of I, I don't care what you do, just don't be in my face about it, and don't try to force me to comply and agree, right? You, if you do that, then I have a problem with it, right? Uh, but if you don't do that, and you are a cool person, like, I'll find you cool, right? Like, like Ty said, um, we both have friends like that. Um, and I've got a friend, he does not, I won't say his name, but he does, he, um, I haven't talked to him a bit, um, but he, he never would try to, like, force it or anything, he wouldn't make it, um, a big deal, it was just, that's just how it is, right, and he, he was a very cool person, and I, I, I respect him very much, and, um, Although I haven't hung out with him in a bit, uh, I like he he is a friend of mine. Like I am friends with him, and I just say, okay, if you're not in my face about it, you're all good. That's it. Uh, and also, going going back to that, another thing people misconceive is 
they they think that we say uh, if you're if you're gay you're going to hell you are not you're not a person right uh, you're going to hell you don't have a soul like they, people think that we say stuff like that we as Catholics right the Catholic Church does not discriminate against like gay people right we like we still fully see them as people right so they should be treated with the dignity and respect that all people deserve right and we don't say if you're gay you're going straight to hell right what what we see is okay if you if you fully in your heart accept God right and accept Jesus Christ into your heart and into your will right if you fully accept him and there's no hesitation to that right being gay or being straight doesn't matter at that point it transcends uh, humanity and it, it becomes something divine right so if you if you fully want to give yourself to Christ and to end up in heaven with them right then that's what matters like it not none of this stuff matters of like being gay or being straight if you give yourself completely to God and you fully accept him and his teachings into your heart right you will have a desire to be the way that God intended you to be right because you are following his will that's what matters and that's what gets you to heaven right there's no such thing as being gay or being straight in heaven right it's it's whoever accepted God into their hearts and gets to be with him and whoever rejected him right God being the good father he says okay I will let you have your decision I, I will give that to you so he he allows people that reject him completely to not have him uh, because that was their choice so that's that's what matters right so if you're if you're gay and you reject what God has planned for you right then God will accept that and God will honor that of he will let you see the outcome of your choices right either good or bad and it's just because he wants to give us complete free will so that's yeah absolutely I want to touch on uh, the concept of, of abortion real quick uh, we're going to actually do a separate episode on abortion but I would like to I'd like to say this again I'd have to mean it but um, I'm I'm so thankful for uh every opportunity that I'm given on this on God's green earth, and every challenge that I've, that I've been faced with, and every one that I've interacted with, and I would not trade that for the world. And I think people need to appreciate the gift of life, and they need to really they really need to think about how. About how good, about how good of a gift that it that it really is, 
And like I said, we'll dive a little bit deeper into this when we're going to do a separate episode about this. I think this is a really broad topic that we could probably talk about for a very long time. But I think people need to go and take a look at themselves and realize how thank- how grateful they should be and how thankful that they should be that they're here in the situation that they're in. Even if everything is terrible right now, right now it is life is in the gutter, nothing's going your way, and you don't see it up. It will get better. Life, for the most part, is going to be more shitty than it is going to be good most of the time. And that's why you got to really savor those good moments. But you have you have got to stick it out. You have got to stick it out. And that's kind of turned to a depression talk. But um, my, my point with all that being is that none of that can happen. And you can't do any of that if your chances just get cut off right from the start. And I know a lot of people think, oh, I'm not going to be able to give this baby the life where it's going to grow up in a really bad environment or they make up all these all these reasons but if i'm if i'm the child i want i want a chance you got to let me you got to let me try cuz i'll die trying before you just you just kill me right off the bat i want i want a chance to get out of that spot even if it's you think it's it's a one in a billion odds there's no way someone's going to get out of this situation it's just you're setting yourself up for failure i i want i want a shot i want that one in a billion chance because I will cling to that one in a billion chance. But I can't have that if you decide to go with the abortion route. And I know that some kids joke about, oh, I wish I was there. I wish my parents, like, I really hope you think about that and you really realize that you don't want that because I just think the gift of life, it boils down to everyone in the Senate Corps. I believe that everyone really does treasure their life. And if they don't, I hope you, I hope you seek help and I hope you get the help that you need. But please, parents out there, people or teenager, whatever situation, if you are if you are pregnant, please, adoption is a great option. I'm adopted, and thank the Lord because I have a great family. And blessed be my blessed be my birth mother for putting going through what she did and giving me what I have because I'm so thankful for everything and for being in here and for Luke and for everyone that I have in my life. So please just give give that give that baby inside yourself. Please just give him. Just give them a chance, cause let me tell you, I I hope that they're gonna be glad glad that you did. Yeah, I couldn't say it better myself. Um, I with that, um, like Ty said, um, I think what he was getting at, and um, going back to what what is action what does action mean to be Catholic, right? I think what it means to be Catholic is realizing realizing that life sucks, right? Life sucks for everyone, right? But the beauty of that is being able to give or use what God has given you, right? And say, okay, God, life is hard life sucks but I know you know best right and I trust in you right I will I will let you take the reins right guide me guide me through this pain right and bring me to the other side of the tunnel, right? Bring bring me to the light on the other end. Um, I think that's what it means to be a Catholic of seeing seeing that life is full of pain, 
But that's what makes it beautiful, is that if we allow, completely allow God to just take over and do what he has planned, knowing that he knows best, right? And we completely allow that, it becomes such a beautiful thing. Life is beautiful in all aspects, right? No, like, that's why I and Ty, we are both extremely pro-life, right? I, I think that we both see that no matter what the stage of development, whether you are a two-week-old two zygote or a 93-year-old uh, man in a wheelchair, right? It doesn't matter the level of development. Life is beautiful. And it deserves nothing but to be treated as such, that it is beautiful. And like with what Ty said, um, there, there are other ways than killing off life right there are other ways and I for one am extremely glad um, that there was a plan made for you Ty and that adoption uh, adoption exists because I, I know I know he's he's my uh, he's my co-host, but uh, Ty is the most special special guy. He he there isn't there isn't very many like him, right? And the fact that he he's a very integral part of my life. And that he is my brother is something that I am always and forever grateful for. That that what like what we have of being able to do a podcast of talking one episode of college experience and another episode of talking about abortion and what it means to be a Catholic. And then another about would you rather, which is a whole story itself. But. Um, the fact that I am able to have that chance and all the other experiences I've had with Ty because he was not put up for, like, he was not aborted, but instead put up for adoption and he is now in my life is just another sign that life is beautiful and it's very unexpected in every way right Ty, Ty and I came from two very different backgrounds but yet here we are we are the closest of friends and that's that is all thanks to his, his gift of being able to have life and being able to live as he as he deserves right so i i am very very thankful 
for that. And I am very appreciative of just how how beautiful life can turn out to be. Even though it's filled with a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. No matter how far or and how long it takes, there's always going to be light at the other end of the tunnel. And that is such a beautiful thing. And I like it. I love it. Uh, man, I love it too. I love you, big dog. Uh, that's uh, I think that's a great place to. Oh my gosh, wrap that up. And this is um, we're gonna have many, many, many more topics like this. I think we barely scratched the surface on what we, what we really believe is cap. Oh, I want to do want to say one more thing. Um, that what it what it ultimately boils down to is faith, and faith is you know faith is believing in something that you just can't see. You can't. You can't see God. You can't hear him half the time. I mean, anyone that's ever prayed before, sometimes you're praying and you swear that you're doing everything that you can. And you wake up and you say your prayers. You're praying throughout the day. You pray before you go to night. You're thanking him throughout the day. And you're doing everything you possibly can. And it just feels like he is not even there, not even listening. But you know he is. But you know he is. And that's the faith part. That's what the whole, that's ultimately what it boils down to. And that's what I think it ultimately means to be a Catholic is to have strong is to have strong faith because if you do not have a strong faith, that is the, that is the, that is the foundation of everything. And, and I, I'll, I'll tell you, also, um, I don't, I don't want to give anyone false hope with that, uh, of what Ty is saying, that it's some walk in the park, right, to, uh, just, just reach out, right. And he'll be there. Because a lot of times, it feels like he's not. Right? And it can be hard. It's going to be hard a lot. Right? But, if you if you have the willpower and the strength to just keep on pushing, pushing through, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I promise you that. You just need to give it time. That's all it takes. I, I, I can attest to that of I, I a lot of times it's 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 hard it's hard for me when I don't I don't get a response back right and I just I just want I just want a sign of some kind and and it took me a while to realize that that was the response mm-hmm. right that's exactly it um, and it's it can be hard a lot of times because I don't, I don't see it immediately right but then where where I know that I'm being heard and that I'm being cared for one thing that I find incredible is whenever I go to mass um, I ever since I started going every week because I I, I will admit I was not I wasn't very good with it. Uh, I would go when we went for school, right? But I would I wouldn't be very involved. I wouldn't really care that much. I just felt like I was forced to go. Uh, but when I got to college, I started going on my own, and I I started going every week on Sundays. I've only missed maybe four at most throughout the whole semester so far, uh, but. What I find absolutely incredible is the fact that ever since I've been going, 
every week, right? And I've had problems during the week and I've felt like I'm not being heard by God, right? Like I, I'm just being ignored by him every single week or pretty much almost every single week that I've gone to mass, the readings and the gospel have directly applied to what whatever I was going through that week, right? Directly applied and directly had a message to help me, right? Beyond the point where it was like coincidental, right? A couple times, yeah, sure, it could be coincidental, but the fact that it, it happens almost every single time, that's what gives me strength to know that, yes, I am being heard. And it, like I said, all it takes is time. And if you have that patience for it, just to wait and see, and you trust that it's going to happen, right? you are not ever going to regret it. I promise. It's, it's an amazing, amazing thing. If you just give it time, right? Because we don't know. We might think we know when the best time is, but we don't know. The only person that knows is the person that's acting on it, and that's God, right? So we just need we just need to keep on pushing through, keep on keeping on, right? That's that's what we're called to do, and that's what I feel a good Catholic is is someone that can keep on keeping on, right? Keep keep the keep the rock rolling, no matter how hard it gets or how bumpy the road gets you keep on pushing that rock just never stop because eventually you're going to get to a place where you don't need to push the rock anymore and all of a sudden the load is taken off your shoulders and you feel brand new that's just how it is and I'll make I'll make a. Do you have anything else to say, Todd? I'm all good. Uh, I would just since this is a talk about um, Catholicism, I feel it is um, a very very good way to end, and I I feel Father Jarvis would want this too. Um, I we won't typically do this but since it being a religious talk mm-hmm. uh, I say we end in prayer Absolutely. Um, and I would just like to teach anyone that doesn't know um, three three very easy prayers you can say do, doing these right just say, say say one of each every day right and get you to heaven and I, I, I do believe that. Um, so, I, um, it's called praying for the attentions of the Pope. Um, you say, in our Father, a glory be, and a Hail Mary. Right? So, our Father goes, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And glory be 
goes, Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. And the Hail Mary is a very, very special prayer because uh, we as Catholics believe we do not worship Mary. Right? That's another thing we can talk about, and that's a whole whole other conversation, and not something that we should end with. But um, just to preface, we don't worship Mary. We see her as the the great intercessor. Uh, she she receives our prayers and se- sends them to God, right? And te- and tells tells him of like what what should be done. Our our religion teacher, um, Mrs. Trish Zamron, um, put it in a way that I love. Of you, when you pray, you're giving a tray of food, right? But the tray of food is all disorganized. So what Mary does is she takes that tray of food and she makes it she makes it organized and she makes it look all nice to give to her son Jesus Christ. And I, I think that's a great analogy. I love it. Um, but yeah, so when we when we pray to Mary, we are not praying in worship, like we pr- like when we pray to God. We are praying for her intercession to clean up our our prayers to give our prayers and intentions to give to God in a perfected form. Um, and so to finish off, uh, the Hail Mary goes Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou, most woman, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And say, saying, an Our Father, a glory be, and a Hail Mary every day. It takes two to three minutes. You can do it right when you wake up. And I, I will admit, I'm not the best at it. It's never too late to get better at it. But just say, saying those three things, taking that short amount of time out of your day to do it, or even doing it multiple times a day, right? Saying that and having what like, they really mean in your heart and living, living that to the fullest, right? Easiest way to get to heaven. There's a quote by um, Saint Teresa that's like, "God does not require us to succeed; He just requires us to try." So never, never too late. Don't don't ever just say, "Well, I missed the day, so I might as well stop." All all it requires you to do the, is try. Exactly the the greatest form of love, and the only way to actually really express love, is through effort. Right? We're not perfect. God does not expect us to be. Right? But if we just put in an effort. Right, even no matter how small it is, just put in an effort, saying, "Hey God, trying to be even just a little better. I just want you to help me." Right, God loves that, and God appreciates that more than anything. Right, and He wants that for us. Right, so just put just put in the effort. That's all it takes. Just put it put in effort, and then you can increase the effort day after day. Right, and the more effort you put in, the more love you're showing God. Simple as that. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. What an episode. I really enjoyed that, and I cannot wait for our future religious talks. So thank you guys all so much for listening. 
Please rate us on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon. Thank you all so much for listening and for your support. I am your host, Tom Mindcheck. And I'm Luke Million. And thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.